Now, now, say, oh, this is Pastor Latanya Yolo, affectionately known as Pastor Tan. I know it has been a minute that I've been able to be not present with you at this moment, but it has been a awesome time in God. And I still say he is good. And I'm so glad that he is still on the throne. Amen. I just wanted to give you some segments of this podcast is a catch up, like an update or like, uh, um, things that I've had to do in spite of everything else that I would like to be able to say and, and do is that I had to go out. I had to, you know, be able to speak to, you know, our youth. I needed to kind of reconnect and understand what our youth are going through in this day and this time. Some people don't understand that a lot of these youth are hurting, having so many different things thrown at them. And yet and still, so many people don't want to sit there and talk to them or give them their time of day. And I'm starting to see that as a pattern. And also the elderly. I mean, just some of the things I've seen so far is that, you know, from so many different things that's been going on, it's like, you know, our elderly need to be protected. Our our youth needs to be protected. They're the future, and then also the elders are the ones that have given us wisdom, given us knowledge, um, given us so many different things. And I just can't believe how much our society has changed as far as, you know, so many more uptake of crimes and having, you know, upscales of rape and molestation to just having different things going on. And it is disturbing. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say it not. It's not that it doesn't, you know, concern me. But I know that God is still on the throne. He has told us before that, you know, the days, all the days will be wicked. That's what the word says. So we have to be able to hold on to who God is in our lives. We have to embrace what God is telling us more so than the television, more so than what and who is going to be placed in the White House. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, so many people, and I, me included, were looking at, you know, having to see about like the Republicans or the Democrats or, or what have you, and just having so much corruption in our political, you know, elements. And Paul talked about it. I mean, he talked about it because for him, that was one of the things that Paul knew that when he was able to, you know, sit at the field of Kamala and he was able to sit there and he was going to the sentence and in Rome and in the playhouses and seeing the different characters and knowing the things that's going on in those elements, in those environments and going and speaking loudly and rebuking those things. So when I tell you that we as Christians, we as living and breathing and knowing and, and being able to be the example of God, the, the, the brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to rise up and say something. And it's not because I'm sitting up here and saying, well, you know, I am trying to remain calm. No, I am upset. 
I am upset that so many Christians are not speaking out. So many Christians are not voicing their opinion and saying, look, this is what God says. And he hasn't changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his word hasn't changed. God is not accepting those things. When God tells you it's sin, it's sin. And, and because society, or you say, let's just be honest and let's talk about it. You know that this world, this world is commanded by, you know, Satan and God has given him this realm right here to run. And now you see it more frequently than anything. You see more of the uptakes of crime and more of the sin and pollution and, you know, money grubbing. I mean, I've never seen so much jealousy, envy. I've never seen so much. And just, you know, this week I've seen, you know, a young woman having her life taken because people didn't like her. It was the jealousy. It was so much toxicity towards her. And then having to have that being exposed and doing bodily harm to her and not even caring about her, her well-being or even her body afterwards. Do you understand the enemy doesn't care anymore about us? He never did. He, he honestly did not care for us. He wants all of us to go to Shiloh. He wants all of us to go to hell. And so many people don't want to realize and wake up and say, look, you know, this is part of our reality that, you know, at any point in time, your life can be taken because you are speaking up what is right. I have seen so many pastors this week having to sit there and say, look, because of the sexual immorality that is in a certain state, they had to be able to section stuff off so that it's not a part of a, a, a church or it's not in front of a school or it's not. But see, people are still doing those things that are not seemly and trying to get away and sometimes even getting away with it. Do you understand People are going to call right, wrong, and wrong, right now. That's in the word. Now, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you that I feel as though we as the body of Christ are not speaking out, not living the life that we should, not giving a voice and a meaning and, and making sure that you understand that if we don't say anything, then don't you know we are a part of the problem and not the solution? Do you understand our voices and our volume speaks a whole lot more? So while I have not been present with you online, I have been able to, you know, seek a whole lot more of fellowship with our youth, trying to be able to reconnect with them and understanding what's going on because their homes, some of their homes are not what we expect for them to be. Now, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you, you need to love on your children. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Love on your children. Teach them the right way. Teach them what God has given you. And it says it in the word. When you, set, when you get up in the morning, paraphrasing, teach them. When you are walking with them, teach them. Teach them what godly values are. Don't get out here. And think that you can be able to speak death into your children and you expect for them to be able to act right. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. 
Do you understand the encouragement, the joy, the, the understanding of pure love? Oh, you can't buy that. You, you honestly cannot buy that. And when God's son, his only begotten son was given to us through 42 generations, don't you know that we should be showing the same type of love to people that don't even see it? They're, like I keep telling you, they will read you before they read the Bible. They will see you before they read the Bible. Do you understand human compassion? And also, honestly, telling them what is right. Do you understand that God is not a respected person? And, and he honestly tells you, you sow what you reap. And I'm not saying that we don't make mistakes. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm telling you is that, you know, we have to be able, if we fall down, you repent you you know ask god for forgiveness and get yourself back up do you understand that every moment we are not out there every time that we're not showing who god is in our lives don't you know that gives the enemy room to come in room to be able to fester room to sit there and say you know what i'm gonna stay in this place because no one's coming how are we going to be able to shine our light if you keep on dimming it? Oh, let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Holy Spirit, I thank you. You keep dimming the light that God has in your life. For what? For people's approval? Do you understand that I used to be a people pleaser until I realized those people really didn't love me. Those people really didn't care for me. Those people really wanted me gone. Really wanted to make sure that my relationship, my whole entire existence wasn't going to be. Do you understand that when the enemy shows up and he already knows from the, from the beginning, you're going to be problems for him. Don't you know he's going to halter? He's going to, he's going to put things in your way and you know when it is the enemy and you know when it is of God. When you have been able to go through some things, God is building you up in those processes. But you know the enemy wants to come, kill, steal, and destroy. So he will take what he has wanting to give to you and sit there and, and take what God has given you and try to take it all. He tries to place you in a certain point and give you in that mentality that you're going to stay there. Oh, let me tell you something. When I became homeless, don't you know I had to fight my own self, my own thought process to be able to keep going. I had to keep walking when I had to go six miles just to work and come back. Come on now. Let me, let me tell you something. There is nothing about being able to sit there and say, you know what? I thank you, God, for blessing me. I thank you for letting me go through some things because it's building my backbone. It's building my life. It's building my status in you. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Thank you, Lord, for building me differently than what I've been through, than what other people have been through. Because when you are built differently, when you have been shattered, all broken pieces, and only God can be able to put you through or put you back. Don't you know that is a 
huge responsibility. God is willing and able to tell you, hey, wait a minute. I don't need you just at home. I need you in the streets calling for people and helping people. God says, I need you in the highways and the byways, compelling people to come in. I need you to be in your workplaces and asking and doing what you, I said, do. I am asking you, I am telling you, I am compelling you. I am calling you forth. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit. I am calling you forth out of every little thing. See, God is calling the ones that have been dormant, the ones that's been praying on their knees, that's been reading their word, that's been fasting and praying, excuse me, to come out. (coughs) He is telling us, compelling us to come out because the world needs the light. They don't need the darkness anymore. They have enough of that. When you know for a fact that the light penetrates, it illuminates, it goes through and it triggers and it settles and it cuts away all of the things that is not of God. Come on now. Let me tell you something. Have I always been saved? Absolutely not. I have not. But what I am going to tell you is that when God saves me, I got to put my old way of thinking, my old way of mentality, the way I dress, the way I am postured, the way that I am, I had to change everything. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. See, when God says, come from among them and be separate, he's talking about the, the mentality, the way that you dress, the way that you are. And then when he calls you to go back, to make the changes, to make a impact on the next generation or even in your family or in your children or with your marriage or any or job position, anything that God has called you to go back. And, but yet and still, he will prepare you first before you go back. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, we don't, We don't give God that much credit anymore. Let me say that one more time. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Y'all don't, we don't give God the glory and the honor. I thank him every day that he has been able to bless me. I thank him so much for everything I had to go through because then it built me and my backbone differently than anyone else so that when I got to this position, when I got to this place, that I was able to know what to buffet in, trying to still understand and comprehend and still have the knowledge and the wisdom to ask God, God, what is going on? But I'm going to leave it in your hands. Oh, let me say that one more time. God will remove you out of situations that the enemy will try to come in and snatch you up and take you out. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. Mm, mm, mm. God gives you so much. And with school and having to do papers and having, you know, just so many different things that I, I had to go back and say, you know what? I have to go back to my listeners and tell them, go out and not just listen to me, but go out and live the way that God wants you to live. 
not just causing all types of mess Monday through Saturday and then going into church and saying hallelujah. Do you understand there is a difference you need to make? There's a difference that when you go in and it's not even you, it's God. And it's been a, I've been able to go in and witness to the youth and tell them what thus says the Lord. And because they ask, I sit there and I honestly tell them what I have known to be true. God is the true God and there is no other. We have so many Elohims. We have so many demigods, but the real true God, the El Shaddai, the El Rapha, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one that you don't even have to move, the one that said you don't have to move their hands and all. No, you know that he is intelligent enough to come and speak to you when you need him in the wee hours. And even when you are not present or around him, he comes and he seeks you out. God's presence is everywhere. Don't you know, I don't know how you, come on, I don't know how you, how you feel, but I can see and I can feel him because I'm living and I'm moving testimony for him. I thank you, Holy Spirit. He is so much love for me. And he also, he chastises me. There's a difference between the agape love and also the chastisement. That's love too. When you out there, you know you ain't doing right and your thoughts are not right and your actions are not right and your conduct is not right and your behavior, all oh, your behavior goes off. God sends someone to sit there and correct you for you can go back. See, that's when the maturity level comes in. See, somebody can tell you something and you won't even blink and say, you know what, That I know that's from God. Whereas, if somebody else you try to correct, they don't want to hear it. That's not maturity. That's not even of God. And I had to learn that the emotional part of everything that's going on when the young lady was able to be, you know, lose her life. It had so many different volumes of jealousy, rage, hatred, you know, just pure toxic way of thinking and to have someone record it to have someone present that was supposed to be a friend and these things did occur in the bible but yet and still so many people want to sit here and say that you know god does not give us anything no warning god gives us warnings it's called discernment it's not yourself. You can't even rely on your own self because you were born in sin. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. You were born into sin. You can't even, I can't even rely on my own self. That's why I have to be able to have the spirit of God in me. And that's the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. But I had to have him to be able to come into my life. I had to have Jesus to come and cover me. Because there has been so many times where the enemy wanted to take me out way before I even got into this world. But do you understand? That's when God sits there and he tells you, my child, that is not your friend. My, 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 my 
My son, that is not the one for you. My daughter, that is not the man for you. And we don't, we overlook him. We, we, we consider it like, oh, we, you know, those are still my, no, they are not your friends. And God had to really realize and wake me up that certain people can't be around me because of what I've been carrying. See, there is a difference between giving birth and having that preparation and having that, you know, before you give birth to a child. You want to be able to be healthy. You go and you walk and you, you go and you help make sure that the house is clean and prepared and you set up the nursery for the child and you do all of these things. But what really happens is that people don't realize is that you cannot be around everyone because sometimes your blood pressure will go up. Your, 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 your jealousy your rage or anger, that stuff will go into your child. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, y'all don't hear me though. It, 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 uh, whatever the mother is going through, it affects her 10 times more when she has a child, when the child is present in the womb. And it has to be said is that every time that we hear something in the womb or we are listening to a music or being able to talk to the baby or read to the baby, even in the womb, don't you know that child will be able to remember and, and, and hone in on the volumes and also the sounds of love and also Also, they would home in on those things that are not good as such as parents yelling at each other and hurting each other and just different things. So when I tell you that God honestly takes us through things is not to hurt us, but to help us. But the enemy comes in and he wants to just take you out. No, absolutely not. That's when you need to use the word of God and you need to be able to say It is written, oh my God, man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of the word of the Lord. It is written, come on now, thank you Jesus. It is written, the just shall live by faith. Come on now, it is written, it is written, I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Philippians 4 and 17. Come on now, y'all. I don't understand how people sit there. And honestly, there is so much more we can do. And yes, I am honestly telling you, I am not tired of this podcast I am running for God daily trust me on this I run to him and I'm running for him and at the same time I am trying to have the next generation to know him and to love him and to understand that someone does care And I want to let you know, I do care about you. I care about every time that I put out a podcast towards my listeners. I care because I want to make sure it's God ordained 
I didn't have anything um, written down tonight. I have to seek God. And I just wanted to just come on and tell you honestly, truly that, you know, my time of homework and children and even my home, my house, all the different things that I have to be involved in. I still love to get on here and talk to you and let you know God is still good and God is still on the throne and he has been able to supply our every need. And then at the same time, I have to shift my focus towards, you know, our generation and our next generation and the elderly and having to just understand it's not just a job. It is not just a paycheck. It is more of being able to go out and be amongst where God says you need to be. And, and to me, it's like when you love what you do and you're passionate about it, it comes out and it, it, it doesn't even seem like I'm working. It seems like I'm doing God's work. And I have to be joyful about those things. And not just joyful, but also it's to let people know who God is. I cannot tell you. Be happy. Be joyful. And also, too, I wanted to say I support uh, Mrs. Burke, Cameron Burke. Because in Hollywood, so many people want to tear her down because she wants to put uh, Christmas, Christ back into Christmas when he was never supposed to be taken out. No, he was not his original birth, but we want to give our Savior, our Lord, his just due. Because guess what? He is holy and righteous. But also I found out is that Jesus said it. He said, I am not as righteous as my father. That's so much more. He knows. Oh my God. He, ooh, Jesus, I thank you, Holy Spirit. He knows what we go through. He knows we've been, because he's been tempted too. Jesus walked on this earth. He wasn't just a man. He was God in the flesh. And so he knew what we had to go through. He knew what was consequence. He knew what the enemy was trying. The enemy wanted to sift him as wheat also. Promising him these, you know, these these, uh, kingdoms and all. He said, my kingdom is heavenly. You cannot touch what God has given and paraphrasing. But I want to let you know is this, is that I haven't given up on this podcast. I am renewed every day. I am trying my best to bring in new things for the new year coming in soon. I have so many ideas and so many different methods that I want to try and I want to be able to refresh some things on my Facebook, YouTube also. But I wanted to let you know first is that I am not weary in this travel. I have become so much more prone in what God needs for us to do and becoming so much more inclined and to let you know 
that sisters and brothers, I'm here with you. I haven't gone anywhere. Trust me. I just had to take a minute and a pause because it was a lot. And no, I am not sitting here and saying, well, you know, we don't have things that come up. Honestly, I did have a lot of things coming up. But you know what? This podcast helped me to understand just how much vitalness it is for us as Christians to communicate and support each other. So many people want to tear down Can Cameron Burke. And so many people want to sit here and tear down the body of Christ when they're doing the right thing. So many pastors are getting, you know, hurt and torn down and worn and, you know, feeling the pressure because we're not speaking up. So I'm here for it. I'm here to tell you, you need to speak up in your schools, on your job, in so many different ways that you need to speak up for your children, the next generation. You need to speak up for yourself right now and you need to speak up for God. So we, we can't live like we don't know what's going on. The enemy is wanting to sift us out. So we need to speak up. We need to tell people what thus says the Lord and be bold about it. Don't sit here and say, well, you know, that's their problem. No, it's all of our problems. Because don't you know the enemy was going to come after not just one, but all of us, because the ones that truly live saved, he's going to come after us. But don't you know that God says that whoever can be able to kill the body and the soul, that's the one that you need to fear, not the one that can kill the body. So what I'm telling you is that even though she is in the United States, I support you. Sis, I am with you, sis. And I don't know if she'll ever hear this, but I support the pastors that are trying to get their congregation and live right and tell them and teach them what God is saying. I support the prophets that are out here and having the voice like I do and being able to give you the word of God and unsaturated, but doing what thus says the Lord and it's coming from the word of God and it's coming from God. I support the apostles that are out here having to open up the churches and be able to be the facilitators and go into the world and compel the ones to come in. I support the evangelists that go on the street corners and want to talk to the people that are shut in and also the ones that are trying to be able to come and let them know the ones that are on the party goers and the ones that are sitting up here prostituting their bodies and having sex changes. I support them. The ones that sit here and know what God says do and he still or he and sh- or she is going to still sit there and preach the word of God unfiltered and having the demons to come up to their face and try to be able to sit there and laugh at them and call them crazy. I support them. I support the ones that are out here. The ones that are Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized and doing what God says do. I support them because guess what? I'm one of you. I may not be always out in the field, but I know that God is hearing me. This is my platform and I'm doing it the way that says God says to do. I am not trying to be able to sit here and do it any other kind of way. Because guess what? With God ordained, this is something that God ordained. And I cannot give it to no man, no woman, nor anyone. But give him the glory and the honor that he is due. 
On tonight, I am not going to sit here and let anyone put my brothers or my sisters down that's trying to live right and do what God says do. Don't you know that these people of God are out here? We're the light and we should be able to sit there and say what well, thus says the Lord without any harm, any frustration, any danger, any... No, do not fear them. He said don't even worry about their faces, but know that God will be with you no matter what we go through God is still on the throne and you need to understand that and know that so I support all of my brothers and sisters that are out here living the life that God says do the actual ones the ones that's sitting there and the praying people the ones that are on the prayer teams and having to go home and take it into their prayer closet and their war closets and having to pray for their children and their husbands I thank God for the women that are on their hands and on their feet and asking God to be able to bless them while they're going out and having to support their family and helping them to support their husbands I support the men and men of God that's out here doing what thus says the Lord and the mighty men that's not going to back down and put on things that are not of God but having to put on the whole shield having to put on the whole armor of God I support them you should too so don't sit here and think that the enemy is not going to come up against you and it says it like Mordecai with Esther paraphrasing he said if you think that we won't be saved through you. Don't you think you are not going to be able to sit up in that kingdom. In that house. In that kingdom. And in that way. You cannot be able to sit there and think that the enemy is not going to come after you. That you're going to be able to sit there and stay in the whole just low laying down low. No you're not. The enemy is going to come and there he's going to come and kill you. Don't you think that God raised you up at such a time as this to do what God says do? So she had to go into her prayer cloth. She had to put on her sackcloth. She had to change the pearls and, and all the perfume for a sackcloth to go before God and say, God, I know that you're going to be able to bring me through this. Now, if I don't come through it, if I don't, if I perish, let me perish. But I need to be able to do this because such a time as this have you called me. This is time. So you need to understand that God has called you at this moment. God has been able to prepare you. God has been able to tell you what thus says the Lord. God wants you to know what the enemy is doing. Use the discernment and the Holy Ghost to help you understand. This is the time. This is the time for you to wake up. This is the time for you to sit there and say, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and let my brothers and my sisters down. I am not going to let them go out like that I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be on the wall with them and let them know that I love them and I thank God for them and I thank God that they're standing on the wall and they're doing what you say do God so I'm asking you to be able to fortify them and purify them right now in the name of Jesus cover them from the crown of heads to the sole of their feet let them know God that even while they're sitting and being able to do what you say do God illuminate them let them know that the spirit of God is within them and let no no one come nigh to them. Do you understand? Not even to their children, not to their husbands, not to their spouses. Do you understand that once we do that, once we sit there and we say enough is enough, 
Don't you know the enemy will still come, but don't you know that he has to flee because he knows the spirit of the Lord lifts up the standard. And when you become able to know the standard on tonight, you would not sit there and take down. You would not sit there and flinch. You will sit there and keep your steady focus on him because you know the battle is right. You will be able to have to put on the whole armor of God and you will be able to sit there and take what the wiles of the devil, but don't you know you will still stand stand therefore by the mercies of God come on now we have to still stand and see the salvation of what God is going to do in this land don't you know every time the enemy comes up we still lift up that standard we still need to not just the the family the children the husband sitting up there and supporting them. It should be us. It should be the body of Christ. The true actual ones that's living something. Not the ones that's sitting up there and false prophesied. And sitting up here saying, oh, prosperity and greed and all this. No, we're sitting here and saying, look, the ones that are living for God. We need to sit there and say, you know what? We need to support those ones that are living for God. And doing what thus says the Lord. Not the ones out here. Just shucking and jiving and sitting up here and acting like you living for God. But yet it's still you sitting up here and not doing what thus says the Lord. So I'm telling you tonight, <laughs> let me calm down, that the men and women of God, that every one of us have a responsibility. That while you're, I don't even know Miss Burke, I don't even know you, but I'm asking God to come in. And be able to help you through this journey. I may never ever see you until we get to glory. But I want you to know that I want him and I want God. Oh my God. I want the Holy Spirit and I want God to help you. To know what's going on. To to guide you through these things. Keep talking to him. Through it all. Keep talking to God. Keep having a relationship with God. Do not go back from where you came. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Don't go back. It is not profit for you. It is, it is not profit for a man to gain the whole world and lose his very soul. Don't do it. It is not worth it. Money is not even, but vain glory. All the different things that's going on in this world... It is doesn't compare to what we are going to be able to do in heaven. We are going to be able to walk on streets of gold. We're going to be able to see our heavenly father, God. We're going to be able to see Jesus. We're going to be able to walk amongst the prophets and the apostles and the disciples, the ones that have been able to labor in God and have been killed for their own contribute to our way of life. Do you understand? Keep going. Wait a minute, Pastor. You, what are you talking about? Look, I'm just letting you know. You need to understand. God, for God I live and for God I die. That's it. Period. Point blank. Period. For God I live and for God I die. There's nothing else that is more important than anything that I have done. I have children. I have homes. and I, I have all this other. But for God, I live and for God, I die because he's been the main one that took me out of everything that I was in. 
set my feet upon the rock. Clean me up. Let me not have filthy rags, but clean me up and gave me a new name, a new role that will be in heaven. I'm looking forward to it. I, I know that, you know, this elements of everything that's going on, we're going to come back down. It's going to be a new earth. We're going to be able to do, dwell with God. We're going to be able to dwell down here in peace for eternity. Eternity. Think about it. Close your eyes and just think about just being around God's throne and being able to talk to the apostles, the disciples, and just to hearing Jesus, just to hear what they've been through. Think about it. We don't even have to worry nor cry anymore. No, no more sickness, no more death. No, no more heartache, no more pain. Think about it. You get to sit there and you get to see everything that God has already promised you. It's so much more than what we believe. We have to believe that God is not even in a box. That God is not just a God on Sunday, but he is Elohim every day of our lives. Yes, we celebrate him Christmas. But guess what? We should be celebrating him every day of our lives. <laughs> Excuse me. That's my Ami, my doggie. Jail. Now, I want to say is that God is the main reason why we are so alive. So much of the things that we have to go through. It can be him and also the enemy. Please note that all the different things that we go through, all the different ways that we are, we need to support each other. When someone is not right, you can go to towards them. Even take someone that is a witness, go towards that brother in love and correction. But if they don't want to listen, honestly... Shuck the dust off your feet and keep going. Love them, but keep going. You have an important assignment on this earth. Don't let everyone, anything stop you from what your purpose is supposed to be. And I'm trying to teach that with my the youth. I'm trying to teach that with my own self and my own children and my own household. I'm trying to teach it. I'm trying to learn from what my mistakes were from when I was growing up and having to come back in. I'm trying to learn and, and teach myself that it's okay to make mistakes, but ask for forgiveness and get back up. I keep saying that. And I don't know why. Maybe it's somebody to hear that. But when you make so many mistakes, when you sit there and you open up the doors for the enemy to come in through Ouija board, through seances, through, you know, witchcraft, through all these different things. Don't you know that's opening up a big door for the enemy to come into your home, into your life and into your bodies and wreck you. So why won't you do this? Start going to someone that can be able that can a deliverance ministry start getting back into church start getting into understanding let god lead you and guide you into where you need to go where you need to be 
Don't get out here and think that that is not going to help you. Well, and I've heard where a fortune teller sits there and says, well, God knows I need to, you know, pay money and I need to take care of my children. God's a, God provides for his children without going and having to go towards Satan. See, God has been able to turn people over. Their minds are so reprobated. So, so many people have been able to be tainted because they're not living the life that God needs for them to have. And also they're going with these pastors, prophets, evangelists, what have you not, and they're not living anything. They're, they're blind with the blind and going straight to Shalo. Let me say one more time for the people in the back. So many people are being led astray from God. And you can see it in this time, in this age. They have so, he's, he, God is giving Satan this time to get people just so much delusion, so much grandeur, so much into themselves that they forget who God is. Don't do it. And it's called a reprobated mind. We don't want to go there. We don't want to be like them. We don't want to. We're living now in a time where it's starting to become and looking like more and more every day, Solomon and Gomorrah. And they are trying to normalize things such as homosexuality, such as, you know, the LGBTQ. They're humanizing all of these different elements. And now you're starting to see it more and more each day. What do you do? You pray. You ask God. Fortify me. Cover me and my family. But also fortify and cover the body of Christ. The church is not where it needs to be. Get there. The church is us. Not the building. But the institution and that religiousity is going to kill a lot of Christians. And it's turning people over to hate or disdain or don't want to be in church anymore. And it's a lot that I had to realize and grasp that even my own husband, my own spouse sat there and said, church is not where men want to be anymore because we have let the women take over and the men seems like they don't have a place in God's house. Oh, let's talk about that. And I had to agree with him because the women have been the backbone. So for so long, but the enemy is even breaking that down. The enemy is letting them come in and the women that used to be standing for God. Now they're having you know, depression, they're having so many suicidal tendencies, they're having so many emotional and mental and physical disorders. He's breaking down the family. He's breaking down what God considers to be holy. And men and women are going and taking their bodies and doing the unsavory things that's in the word of God. And that is such a, an abomination in the eyes of God, in the sight of God. We as Christians need to speak up. When we see something, we need to say something. Because if we don't, 
We sit there and we accept so much in a house. And I had to think about this. People were a lot of times we would go and I would go in and I would see clutter. I mean, clinical psychology teaches you that a lot of people that are hoarders are trying to hold on to things that they consider at their time as a time capsule that holds precious things to themselves. And a lot of people get trapped in their own home. That's what sin does for you. You get what you want and your very soul is at the cost of it. And I understand that a lot of people may not like this. And I understand that may not, this podcast may not be for you. But I'm telling you, start searching and seeking God for yourself. Look into the word of God. Start sitting up there and giving time out to word for the word of God. And also for God and for the Holy Spirit and for Jesus to come in. Because it is getting, time is getting so short. We need to know the word of God. And we should study it day and night. We should study it day and night. If you do that, if you know the word of God for yourself, the enemy cannot come in and deceive you. It's going to start getting so treacherous that even the elite will be deceived if God did not shorten the time. I understand that so many people may not like what I'm saying, but understand is this is that the word of God comes in and it cuts and it heals at the same time as a double-headed sword. We need the cutting. We need the discipline. We need the discernment in order for us to heal, in order for us to do what God says do. Stop sleeping on God. Because once you see how the world is going, my God, we are going to have so many people on our hands and their knees asking God for forgiveness. We need a revival more so than ever. For the word of God to be brought forth. And I honestly think that God wants us to be able to be in the forefront speaking and talking. And even when we see something that is not right. And I keep saying this. Because I know it's God. It's the Holy Spirit telling me. Keep saying it. When you know it's not right. Say it. Well Bible doesn't apply to us today. Yes it does. Well, you know, it doesn't, no, no, no. All the examples of jealousy, envy, strife, and homosexuality, all the different sins are in the word of God. God put it in there for this reason. Deception, greed, lying, all of that, that's in the word of God. That's in the word. And you want to sit here and tell me that God is dead oh my god please lord forgive them please lord forgive them please lord let them wake up let them realize who you are let them know that this is not the world this is not the time to be sleeping
This is not the time to get off your post. This is not the time to start praying. This is not the time to start fasting. This is not the time to not, honestly, when you get up in the morning, give God the praise and the honor and the glory instead of sitting there getting on the phone. And I heard it this week and I said, Lord, I think I almost fell out. Some people, and I was like, um, Isaiah said it. And he's a deliverance ministry. And he says, you know what? You don't want to bow down to, you know, oh, well, Adam and Eve. They sin. I wouldn't do that. But you bow down to that Apple phone all the time that it's blinging for you. Come on now. And I was like, wow. We tend to put God in the back burner only when it's going good and when it comes back oh god i need you god i did seek him while he is yet to be found that means in your good and in your bad you praise him even in your time of hurt and pain and sorrow and suffering you still treat god and still respect god when you have joy happiness meekness when it's peace in your home still seek him because he needs to know who you are and you need to know who he is said his sheep know his voice and to anyone else they will not follow We need to know God's voice because he is calling us. And it's, I tell it all the time. It's like a different frequency for me. God sits there and he tunes my, my heart and my mind into a different frequency so I can talk to him and he can talk to me. There's nothing like it. You have the peace of God and then you're having all of those things that God is telling you and it's a calmness and it's a peacefulness and then in the background you hear the choir of the angels singing holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, holy, holy, holy. And it's not because it's coming up Christmas, but because God is hearing you, you hear him. I I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm just talking to him and he's talking to me, I can hear him. And even in the background, I can hear holy, holy, holy. I may not be the most awesome singer, but I keep hearing holy, holy, holy. Oh, my God. Holy, holy God. Give God the praise and the glory every morning for letting your eyes to see, your ears to hear, your faculties to behold because some people didn't get up at night. Some people are not here and you need to understand holy, 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 holy. Yet your light shine before men, so they can glorify the Father in heaven. Have it to light to shine, for that they can be able to come running to God. I keep hearing holy. Lord, I thank you so much for the blessings to still hear you, 
to Nils and still know who you are. Holy, holy, holy. I don't want to be nowhere else without you. I don't want to go nowhere. I cannot even go out the house without you. So I'm telling you on tonight, know who God is. Know who he is in your mind and in your heart. And the relationship you have with him is infallible. The way that he loves you is no one else can love you like that. No man, no woman can love you like that. So I'm telling you, why are you sitting here? Give God the praise and the glory just to lift up your hands and say, I thank you, God, for one more day, one more minute, one more second. I thank you, God, for my children. I thank you, God, for my finances. I thank you, God, for my spouse. I thank you, God, for everything you've given me thus far. No, I am not sitting here as a billionaire. Not yet, but don't you know I'm rich in God? It's not even about the financial wealth, but because what God has given, no man can be able to take away. And don't you know, I don't have nothing against someone being being a billionaire or a millionaire. God gave that to them. God knew what he was doing. But don't you know, I feel wealthy on tonight because God gave me wisdom, discernment. He's given me the prophetic. He's given me all of these different gifts. He's able to help me to learn how to talk to people, having me to be able to, to get through to people, understand what's going on, and then still talk to the youth and still see about myself and still about my home, my husband. And don't you know, he is still God on the throne. I keep saying, holy, holy, holy. Because he is so good to me. He is better than anyone that I can have imagined. So say to the most high. Don't think that your sister has sat down. Mm -mm, I have been working. (laughs) Just in a different capacity. But I wanted to let you know I miss you. I missed you all. I really am having some things going on for coming up next year. Please, I'm having more of more guests coming on, having more things that I really want to talk about. But I just want to offload. I just want to kind of give you that update of what's going on for me. And I pray that you find yourself well in God. I pray that all the things that are going on that God will be able to give you peace help you to conquer the things that you need to conquer, recognize what is in you that needs to come out that is not of God and to be able to fulfill everything that you need. Also too, at the same time, I had to have uh, surgery. Uh, I had to be able to get some things done and not um, health wise. I had to recognize that certain things had to be removed. And at the same time, God had to reset some things in my life. Is it always good? No. But this time it was a whole lot better for me and I feel a whole lot better. And I, I, I'm thankful for all the things I've gone through. I'm thankful for just giving me my health to give me the things I need to teach me what I need to know to remove a lot more of what I used to be and give it back all the things that 
needed to be said and done. I honestly feel 10, 110 times better than what I've done before. I thank God that just, just to feel better, just to know that God has not forsaken me and my family to know that I have one more day in the land of the living to God be the glory in my life and to thank you all that have been listening to me. And I know that some of you have been faithful from the beginning uh, to now. And I really appreciate that. And I know that sometimes it is not always easy. Trust me, I know this. But I wanted to honestly just to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to me to understand that we are living in a time where the word of God is not going forth, that we have to be able to hold up the bloodstained banner and we should not take down. But I wanted to honestly tell you, thank you for listening. And if you like what you have heard on tonight, please follow and subscribe that you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung, Podcaster, and other major platforms including YouTube. This show has been amazing. If it's been amazing for you, please leave a five-star rating. That will help us reach more people. If you have any questions or comments, you can find me on Facebook at It Is Written by Latanya, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A, last name U-L-L-O-A. Once again, it's L-A-T-O-N-Y-A, Last name, U-L-L-O-A. And also, at the same exact time, I wanted to say this. Do not think that God is not going to come through. He just comes through a different way. And he takes you on journeys just to make sure that he cleans you up. Not anyone else. And he gives you the things that you need at a specific time. Now, I wanted to say this. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ for yourself, that you know that Jesus has been risen from the dead and that he is your personal savior, please go to Romans 10, 9, and 10. And it says that if confession with your heart and believe with your mouth, confession with confession with your mouth and believe in your heart the Lord Jesus excuse me was risen from the dead you shall be saved and and also ask for forgiveness of your sins paraphrasing because so many people think that I can just come back to God no you need to be forgiven of your sins and he will forgive you but be earnest about everything that you've been through and know that God is going to be able to come through for you Please make sure that you do ask Jesus into your life. Ask him to be able to come in and clean you up from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Take all the things out that has been a part of your life, such as drugs, such as drinking, fornication, adultery, things 
of sexual natures, things that are witchcraft, things that are not of God. Ask him to come in and sit and help you to take those things out of you. And also at the same exact time, knowing that he is going to be for you and not against you. Always pray to him, ask for guidance from him so that he can steer you in the right way towards the church, towards the ministry, towards the, you know, the place where you need to be able to fellowship and have your time with God. And it is good to be able to fellowship with other Christians. There's nothing wrong with that. But also at the same time, make sure they have the same fruit of the spirit as you do. So that you can be able to conquer and do what thus says the Lord. Amen. It has been my pleasure to catch up and be able to do updates with you. I hope and pray that you have a blessed day, blessed night. You have the God of El Shaddai, Elohim. The one that has created us all. I thank you. And I know that you have been truly, truly a blessing to me. And I really appreciate all that you have been able to say. Sometimes just being able to listen and know who God is in my, in, on my podcast, in my podcast. I thank you for the comments. I thank you for the uplifting comments. I thank you for just listening. I thank you for just being able to give me and my podcast a chance to understand and and get to know God through the word of God tonight. And I thank you once again. I cannot say this enough. It is such a blessing to hear and know who God is in this time and this hour. Kanon samida. Annyeong.